chat about with you guys today including in entertainment news looks like the 2021 oscars have been officially postponed we'll talk a little bit about that in sports a number of uh, players and members of the dallas cowboy roster including ezekiel elliott have been infected with covid19 we'll talk a little bit about what's going on there in video game news a brand new star wars squadron trailer has been made available and we'll talk a little bit about exactly what that game is all about plus my special guest today on the xander effect i have ufc ring girl model and entrepreneur ariani celeste is going to be on here and we're going to talk a little bit about how she got started in the ufc her uh her, her company that she is currently working with and what plans she has for the future but first here is quest cross and bobby b bobs losing my religion right here on the xander effect
what up? This is AB. Hey guys, this is Sean Kanan. What's going on? It's Amanda Holly. Hey, Jeremy Miller from Growing Pains here. This is Maxim Model Riley Sawyer. And you're listening. And you're listening. And you're listening to the Xander Effect. Roll up a ting, get high with me, baby, baby. 
That was Riley Sawyer featuring Elijah and Lil Krigga roll up right here on the Xander Effect. In entertainment news, the 2021 Oscars have been officially postponed to April 25th. This is the first time uh, that the Oscars have actually been postponed. And as it seems that as like Hollywood begins to reopen right now, a lot of productions are slowly starting to reopen. And, you know, a lot of uh, projects are starting to go back into filming again. The Oscars have decided to get, take a little longer than expected. They take a little longer than most of what production is doing to give, I guess, you know, them a little more time to submit their their movies and everything into the into the Academy. And so they decided to go ahead and postpone it. Usually uh, it was scheduled to be for, uh, you know, it was scheduled to be actually, uh, as usual, the start date was supposed to be uh, February 28th, but they postponed it for April 25th of 2021. And both David, uh, Academy President David Rubin and Academy CEO Don Hudson said, quote, for over a century, movies have played an important role in comforting, inspiring, and entertaining us during the darkest of times. They certainly have this year. Our hope in extending the eligibility period and our awards date is to provide the flexibility filmmakers need to finish and release their films without being penalized for something beyond anyone's control. This coming Oscars and the opening of our new museum will mark an historic moment, gathering movie fans around the world to, to unite through cinema, so that's pretty much the plan going forward uh, for at least uh, for at least 2021. As I'm sure everything else has also been moved uh, forward due to the current pandemic. Another movie that was scheduled to go ahead and uh, you know be uh, continue filming after being postponed is Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, basically, they were they were scheduled to shoot a 20 week shoot in the UK and they only were able to complete five weeks uh, worth of the of the movie shoot and it, you know when they had to go ahead and shut down production so now that everything's starting to open everything's starting to reopen uh, the UK has also allowed that to you know for Jurassic World to begin shooting again and this time they will resume shooting July 6th in the UK and, and Universal has also invested five million dollars on a new onset safety measures they basically said quote the plan is for us to be shooting early to mid-july said uh, Universal Production Insider told Deadline actually and in this new five million dollar Universal spending uh, safety protocol they basically said we'll see the production carry out thousands of tests during the remainder of filming all cast and crew will be tested before returning to set and then again multiple times during filming. The safety measures will include the commission of a private medical facility called Your Doctor to manage the entire production's medical needs, COVID training for all cast and crew, on-site doctors, nurses, in and isolation booths, 150 hand sanitizer, san sanitizer stations, nightly antiviral fogs, more than 1,800 safety signs put up around Pinewood and Green Zones for shooting cast and crew. Masks will be obligatory other than for actors while performing. So they're really, really uh, taking as many uh, safety precautions as possible. And even the main uh, stars, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, when they go to the UK, they're actually going to be quarantined for two weeks uh, as per the UK government rules. 
So they're not taking any chances, which is a really good thing. This is a really good, uh, really good way of how Universal is tackling the current pandemic and how they're trying to like take safety precautions while at the same time still trying to go ahead and get back to work. So that's really cool that they're doing that. And I'm really happy that they're going to at least begin to start shooting this amazing movie because so far part one and part two of Jurassic Park, well, really it's part four and five I would have to say at this point um, were amazing films and like they got huge box office uh, reviews so it'll be really cool to go ahead and see this one begin shooting again in other entertainment news Mary Kate Olsen basically celebrated her 34th birthday but she actually spent it very low key obviously we all know that uh, Mary Kate is going through a divorce right now uh, you know, against her her husband Olivier Sarkozy. So right now they're she's going through that, and uh, she celebrated it with her sister. According to sources, she celebrated it with her sit with her twin sister uh, Ashley in uh, their house in the Hamptons. Uh, so that that basic and they kept it very low key. So far, from what people have been saying, from what sources have been saying, uh, Mary Kate has been kind of um, has been becoming more of a recluse in her home in the Hamptons while Ashley's been taking care of their business and that's how it's been going so far amid the, the divorce so it looks like Mary Kate is is kind of taking this divorce pretty difficult. I mean, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, what divorce actually is is pleasant? No divorce is ever pleasant. So obviously, she's gonna go ahead and celebrate her birthday in a very low key manner, along with her sisters. So the birthday's a little bittersweet, but you know, it is what it is. In other entertainment news, I had the opportunity to go ahead and interview uh, UFC ring girl, model, and entrepreneur Ariane Celeste, and she chats with me a little bit about how she got started as uh, the UFC ring girl, how she's doing with her business and what plans she has for the future. But first, here is Lifeline's Rasta right here on the Sander Effect. Heroes. Cause I am, I am, I am, I am 
effect, I have Ariane Celeste on here. Ariane, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Sun is shining in Southern California. It's beautiful. It's a good day. <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. So, man, I gotta tell you, you have definitely uh, have a lot of fame. And you know, I, I'm, I'm personally a UFC fan. I'm an MMA fan. I actually uh, used to do Kempo Jiu-Jitsu back in the day. Uh, so, like, you know, every, like the, the organization you're involved with is amazing to me. I've been watching UFC, Jesus, since it was banned in, like, 49 states, <laughs> you know. And, and it's been a long time. And I remember um, I remember that uh, Rochelle Leah, she was the original ring girl. And then shortly after she left the organization, you took over as, and now you're pretty much head honcho, you know, ring girl of the UFC. Yeah, I've been doing it for a while. Um, I guess I am the head honcho, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I get, thank you for saying that. But um, yeah, it's been, it's been one hell of a ride, a, a great fun roller coaster, just watching the company grow and being a part of it and pretty much getting like, I would say million dollar publicity for, for free by working for them. So it's, it's been so, so amazing. Such a blessing. Not to mention you get front row seats to like historical, you know, fights. Like there's been a lot of fights that, you know, people are like, Oh my God, I can't believe that's, that's happening. You know, and you're like right there front row watching the whole thing happen. Yeah, that, that too. Definitely. It's, it's an amazing sport. It's my favorite sport, obviously. Um, and I've, I've grown into such a big fan of it now where before, like when I first started, I didn't really know much about MMA. So I didn't understand just the, the beauty and the, the hard work and the dedication that these athletes really put in. Um, but obviously after like watching for so long and starting to do like boxing and, and Muay Thai myself, um, I just, wow, I have so much respect for them. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, let's, let's go back a little bit. And, and I wanted to ask, how did you get, in, how did you get started with, with all of this that you're involved with now? Um, it's pretty simple. I, I just went to an audition that they were holding in Vegas. And at the time I was going to college full time, I needed money. I was like, hell yeah, I'll, I'll go to this audition, even though I was like super shy and like, I don't know, way different than I am now. <laughs> um, I, I was like, I need the money. So let's see if, the, let's see what happens. So I got, I got the gig. It was in Vegas. And then from there on, they just started to ask me to come back and come back. And then finally they, they offered me a contract. So um, it's just, it just kind of happened like that. <laughs> no, no doubt. And, and I mean, were you always involved in modeling and doing these type of things, acting entertainment industry? Was this always something that you wanted to do since you were a kid or was it something that you just kind of fell into? Um, it's a little bit of both. I definitely looked up to all the girls, like especially models and, you know, the Maxim girls, the Playboy girls. Like I, I loved just seeing them and I strive to be like them. Um, but I never really thought I would. I always kind of played it by the book. Um, I went to college, I was gonna be a physical therapist, but um, UFC kind of took over my life and it was for the best. I got, I've been traveling the world for the last 14 years, seen almost, I mean, I, I've seen so many different countries, so many different cultures and it's been such an amazing experience for me. So I don't think you could get that kind of experience from college. So, um, yeah, it's just been amazing. 
And you continue to grow, obviously. I mean, you, you've been with the organization for so long and I, you know, it, it must've been, I mean, how did you feel when, when, uh, you know, uh, Rochelle left and you were pretty much placed in, you were, you, you replaced her as being like the head UFC ring girl. I mean, was that something that you were expecting or was that something that you were just surprised that it happened? I mean, how, how, where were your feelings at when that happened? Honestly, I, I was just like, okay, this is a job and I'm going to continue doing it because it's working for me. I, I didn't even really see it as I was going to be like the head honcho or, or the next, you know, whatever. I, I've always looked at this job as like such a blessing and, it, you know, it's my job. At the end of the day, I'm just a normal human being. I, I didn't really expect all this like publicity and all that, like the limelight kind of life, but mm -hmm. You know what? I I see it and I tick it and I ran with it and I made it made something out of nothing. I think so. No, and I mean, you've done you've done an incredible job. I mean, like I said, you know, you've you've uh, you've uh, you've handled yourself very well. I mean, how is it like how is it like working for Dana White? Um, it's really amazing. He's obviously everyone knows him as like the tough guy, right? You don't want to mess with him. Mm -hmm. I've always been on his good side, probably because I just. I don't know. I'm not a bad person. <laughs> um, I, I'm very responsible. I like making money. So I've never really gotten in trouble. Um, the girls in the past that have gotten fired or done stupid things, like, yeah, they got fired, but that's because they did stupid things. Um, I think if you're on his good side and whatever, like, great, but you never want to be on that bad side, but I've never been on that bad side. Like he literally <laughs> the first uh, time that I bought a house, I was, 23 years old and he got on the phone like Dana White got on the phone with my loan people and was like yeah give her this loan she has money coming in blah 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 like he's just so down to earth once you get to know him um and he really will do anything for the people that he really cares about and loves and it's all about loyalty with him so uh it's been a great experience <laughs> I I feel like I have like a big brother or like an uncle that like you know don't mess with me like <laughs> well, if there's I'm, any problems, I just call him up, and and he has my back. So. Well, and I'm, and I'm sure that's the case for 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 you. Like you know, as far as the other fighters are concerned, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, UFC fighters that kind of have your back, and uh, really nobody really wants to mess with you with that, with, with yeah. you know that kind of clout behind you. <laughs> no, I mean I've had fighters kind of um, pick on me, but I think it's just for like publicity purposes. I I don't really know. Um, I. Uh, I've learned to ignore all that, but I, I would say the closest fighter that I have is Uriah Faber. Mm -hmm. He's like my brother and we're always talking about relationships and all that stuff. And we've been through the ups and downs kind of together. And he's, he's, uh, he's someone that I can text and stuff if I ever need to talk. So he's, he's probably my closest uh, fighter friend. <laughs> nice. No, and your eyes an awesome, awesome person. I can tell he's really down to earth. You know, I mean, he's just, he's just like, he, whenever I see your eye, I just think, dude, why are you a fighter? You seem like you're more like a surfer dude, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, sure. like a SoCal surfer or Hawaii dude, you know, like he just seems so down to earth. Yeah. He's so chill. And I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. But aside from, from the UFC, I mean, have you like, you know, you have uh, something called uh, the girlfriend box. Yes. Uh, I mean, how did, how did that all come about? So that came about about two years ago. I was cleaning out my closet and I was on social media kind of showing like, hey, 
I need to get rid of all this shit. It's, it's piling up. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and I got a bunch of DMs from guys that were like, oh, will you put that dress away? Or will you put a few of those dresses away in a box and, and send it to my girlfriend? I'll send, I'll send you PayPal, Venmo, whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, I was like, okay. So I, 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 I realized that there wasn't really anything like that for guys to gift to girls. There's a lot of subscription boxes out there um where girls can gift themselves or they're they're gifting for someone else but nothing that was specifically for a guy that wants to like make his woman happy so mm -hmm. i created girlfriend box and we're actually about to relaunch i'm i i did every in the last two years has been kind of like a it's like a trial you 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 go in a business you learn what works you learn what doesn't work before there was a, like everything from fashion items like like clothing to beauty skin makeup um i've simplified it and we're gonna launch at the end of this month to just jewelry because jewelry is like very simple like it's very easy to please a woman with jewelry um all of the stuff that we use is like super high quality um gold plated or silver and uh you can basically go in uh tell the type in the, in the computer what kind of style your girlfriend is. She either like boho, classic, or trendy. Um, you schedule either one month, every month, or five times a month. And my favorite is the five times a month because you can put in like your anniversary, her birthday, blah, blah, blah. So basically, we got you covered all year. You don't have to worry about it. And even if you forget, she'll get something in a mail and it will save your ass. So. <laughs> that's the whole point like you're you become boyfriend of the year nice. with, with girlfriend box so that so, was my whole idea with girlfriend box so so essentially really this isn't necessarily you know for women this is for guys that are pretty much in a pinch and they need something really fast yeah yeah i mean definitely girls can get it for themselves or for their girlfriends mm -hmm. um but I, I definitely wanted to aim it more towards guys that didn't really know what to get their girlfriends that's actually a really good idea. Thank you. Yeah, that's 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 a no, that's a brilliant idea because and it's so funny that it, all this started just by you emptying out your closet, you know? I mean, and this I idea actually just shipped out like dresses that I mean, I have so much clothes, so the stuff with, that still had tags on it, I was like, she'll definitely like this. So I was shipping out my own personal clothes to these people. So um, yeah, that's how it started. <laughs> wow, that's really awesome, though. So, I mean, so you've been doing that. Have you been doing any acting at all? No, I'm not big on acting. Um, I would say I'm more into hosting. Uh, I feel really comfortable just being myself and talking in front of the camera. But as far as acting goes, I, I don't know. It just, it's not for me. I always clam up and mess up in front of auditions for stuff like that. Like, I auditioned for some big ones like GI Joe and blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't remember, but I would just freak out every time that I auditioned. It was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. I mean, it's so funny. You, you, you freak out over an audition, but yet you're able to like, you know, walk in front of millions at an arena. Like that's kind of, yeah. it's interesting. It's really weird. I'm actually an introvert too. So I'm like naturally quiet and like to myself. So to be out there in like a bikini and stuff, like it definitely took some work um, to get used to. I was uh, in the beginning, like Dana was like, okay, like he came up to me in my chair and was like, can you slow down a little bit? Like, cause I was so like, I just wanted it to be over with. 
Um, I was so like nervous, embarrassed, just like shy. And, and now I'm just like, okay, I got this. <laughs> and do you, I mean, like, you know, obviously now you're a little bit more comfortable, but I mean, does it, do you still get, you know, kind of like, do you still get kind of shy every time or have you already like completely defeated that? Not really. I don't really get shy. I just maybe, maybe if I've had a little bit too much to eat, I'm like, Oh God, why did I do that? <laughs> but um, other than that, not really. I just get the the big adre adrenaline rush when, when I know it's a big fight and there's like the, the energy in the crowd is just amazing. and It's exciting. Wow. That's, that's incredible. So, so tell me, you know, out of all the, the UFC fights that you've been watching, which one would be your favorite one? Like which one would be your most, the most entertaining to watch every time? Oh man. That's um, a tough one, right? <laughs> really hard question. I think some of the most memorable ones, um, like back in the BJ Penn days when he was like on his, in his prime and he'd, he uh, changed weight classes, and I forget, I always forget who he fought, but he was, like, covered in blood. He was licking his, the yeah. blood off his body, and he was on somebody's um, shoulders, and he had just won, and it was just, like, an amazing, um, an amazing time. And also, Diaz, when he knocked out um, McGregor, was kind of cool because he didn't expect that. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of crazy moments. Oh, uh, totally. <laughs> I, I would imagine I would imagine that the McGregor fights were always very crazy because you know, I mean, he talks so much, you yeah. know, and then so and then when you know, I mean, most of the time he backs up a lot of what you know he does, except when he went up against you know Diaz or Khabib, especially the Khabib fight. That one right there, my God, that one went. That one was bananas afterward. How how did how was it for you when you were right there and you know pretty much it turned into a brawl afterward? Oh yeah, I I had to like dodge drinks and stuff. As soon as I saw the craziness, I actually just ran backstage because I knew we were kind of warned that there was some crazy stuff going on backstage and just to be like aware. So uh, I just ran as soon as I saw people <laughs> throwing stuff. So, yeah. Wow. No, that's gotta be, that's gotta be insane. Like I, I would have to say that, you know, over the years, uh, you know, the UFC has gotten, well, the fans have gotten way more involved over the years and, but that's not in a good way. I would have to say, I mean, what do you think? Um, you mean like getting in fights and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. I I've seen it all. I've seen it all. And I've, it seems to always happen. I think, you know, when you're seeing these, these fights and there's all these, um, testosterone and, and, and energy in the room, like there's bound to be something happen and alcohol but, and, and alcohol. Yeah. Especially. So I'm just kind of used to it as long as they don't, you know, throw anything at me or, there's been a few times where they they're throwing things um everywhere so that kind of sucks but and i was gonna ask have you had any situations where uh the fans get a little over friendly with you no not really i i, I pretty much stand my ground maybe to the other girls like if they if they uh try to get fresh with the other girls i actually like defend the girls i'm like hey stop getting fresh like <laughs> or, or i'll just be like you know what you better stop right now i'm gonna get you kicked out or like sometimes there's disrespectful guys but not too not too many well what about when you're outside out and about and people recognize you i mean how how's your experience with that um it's 
it's all good. Like I, I totally get it and appreciate it. Like sometimes when, when we're out to like restaurants and my mouth is full, that's kind of embarrassing. But uh, other than that, you know, it comes with the territory. Um, I didn't sign up for it, but it comes with the territory and it's definitely um, the fans are the reason why we're here. So yeah. I'll look for them. And, and, and right now, I mean, I'm sure with the quarantine, how, how have you been dealing with that? I mean, because, you know, Dana White, he's been he's been doing fights, you know, on an island, like Fight Island and stuff like that. How has that been going for you as far as uh, quarantine goes? Um, my quarantine has been amazing. I've just been working on my business, working on my fitness. I'm working on a skin product um, for women that's not out yet. I've just been focused on work. Um, as far as the fights go, I haven't worked any of the fights yet. Um, Fight Island is in July, so we'll see um, if I go to that. But I've just kind of been playing it safe, um, pretty much. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. And Dana White's okay with you, like, you know, not doing, you know, these uh, these events because you're, you know, you're, you're trying to stay safe? Yeah, I I. I I, I can definitely work them, but I just been choosing to just lay low until everything kind of calms down. No, that's good. That's smart. That's smart. So you're talking about a uh, uh, skincare line. I mean, what's that about? Well, that's a product that has, it's not out. And I, uh, I'm just working on formulas and stuff like that. This is a product that it's not out for women at all. So um, it definitely will be an awesome thing that comes out once it is out hopefully in six months to a year i can launch it but right now it's just in formulations and stuff like that no that's really cool so you have you know the girlfriend box you have this new skin line i mean and you also talk about fitness obviously you're really deep into fitness are you maybe wanting to do like a fitness video like you know gsp did or are you are you just okay with you just doing it for yourself um, I, I'm kind of okay just doing it for myself. I don't really want to deal with people's diets and stuff like that. I, I would probably, if they didn't follow my directions, I'd probably get mad at them. I just, <laughs> I so uh, I don't want to deal with that, but I actually do have my own app out right now that um, just shows my favorite fitness um, fitness routines, and you can kind of go day by day. It's It's been out for a while. I don't really promote it that much, but it's uh, the Ariane Celeste fitness app. So it's already out. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, cool. Well, I'll definitely have to go ahead and check that out. I also noticed on your social media that you have a GoFundMe going on right now. What's, what's going on with that? Yeah, so I started a GoFundMe after I saw stories of my girlfriend who's a nurse in Vegas. She didn't have the proper PPE. She was... Um, she was using ponchos to protect herself like oh, instead wow. of like the hospital gowns and she didn't have masks she would have to use the same mask or like disinfected the masks which is really unsafe and she's dealing she was dealing firsthand with covid patients so i was i was really upset to see that and i decided to do something about it i donated from my own funds and i felt like that wasn't enough so i decided to open the gofundme and we raised over $6,000 in like one month and we kind of just spread it out uh, every time that she needed it, but also about seven other um, nurses from different hospitals reached out. So I was able to help like seven different people at seven different 
hospitals. So that was really cool. And it was, it was me working directly with the nurses instead of like a big corporation or a big organization. So I, I got the grat the gratification of seeing these pictures and, um, you know, it was really nice to just know exactly where like your money's going. So yeah, <laughs> that, no, that's, that. that's really cool that you're doing that because I mean, right now they are the, the frontline workers and they're definitely the, they definitely need as much PPE as possible. Uh, yeah. you know, especially right now, especially since, you know, you know, they're saying that we might be hit, getting hit with a second wave. So, you know, that's something that they're really going to need. Yeah, I think it, it's, it's going to happen. You just, so everyone just needs to be, be careful and <laughs> wear your mask. I know it sucks. Like literally every time I wear that stupid mask, it sucks, but. <laughs> but, but hey, it's keeping you alive. Yeah. No, that's really cool. That's really cool that you're doing that. So let's go back to, uh, you were talking about how you want to be a host. I mean, are there talks of you possibly hosting something, maybe, you know, a, a show for yourself or maybe for the UFC or, or what's going on? I mean, have there been any talks about that? Um, I have not, but I have an idea to pitch a show to them. I just haven't because of COVID, I haven't really shot any of it. So I'm just waiting for all this shit to pass. Um, sorry. Nice. No, no, no. no. Um, so that I can work on projects that like need to be, there needs to be like human interaction with. So mm -hmm. everything can't all be done virtually. So that's very true. You're telling me like, I'm kind of going bananas here myself. So I mean, <laughs> there's definitely the, the, there's definitely cabin fever that's set and that's setting in the order that's been set in for a while now. So after, um, you know, obviously you have a lot of plans for after, uh, you know, quarantine's over. I mean, you know, are you, are you going to be hosting anywhere? Are there any plans for you to be hosting at any particular place after, you know, when, when restrictions are lifted? Um, yeah, I had to cancel a few different, um, ones, uh, like one in Hawaii, I had a whole like tour ready, um, there, but hopefully that after the ban or not the ban, everything gets lifted because there's a quarantine also in uh, requirement in Hawaii for whoever goes into Hawaii, you have to be there for 14 days. And it's not like you can just like, they want you to be quarantined for 14 days. So mm -hmm. Um, so I'm just waiting for everything to just kind of go back to normal. Um, but till then I am working from home. Nice. Well, it's still, it's still, it's still nice to work from home anyway, but you know, I'm sure that you want to go ahead and get out, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. And, uh, hopefully you're able to get out and do what you need to do. Hopefully we all are able to get out and do what we need to do. So Ariana, how, how can, uh, people, how can go, how can people go ahead and stalk you on social media? So they can check me out on Instagram at Ariane Celeste or Twitter at Ariane Celeste and Facebook is The Real Ariane Celeste. Awesome, awesome. Well, Ariane, thank you so much for being on the Xander Effect. Appreciate your time. Hopefully I'll be able to have you back on the show again very soon. And uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to, you know, if you start hosting, you know, a show or something, I look forward to seeing that, you know, because it would be really cool to see you uh, hosting a show. That's for sure. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you soon. And please stay safe out there. You too. All right. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. 
Thank you so much, Ariane Celeste, for being on the Xander Effect. Appreciate your time. In sports, looks like COVID-19 has hit Texas. Houston, you have a big problem. Apparently, uh, not just uh, the Dallas Cowboys have had players that have been infected with the COVID-19, but also the Houston Texans have some players that have been infected. So far, the only player that has been released um, or has been has been not released, but I mean, has has uh, the name of the player who has been released that has been infected with the COVID-19 has been Ezekiel Elliott, which ironically... Zeke was the one that was basically during quarantine. He was partying and having social gatherings when they were strict, when the CDC was telling people not to do that, and he was still having them. So I mean, you know, I mean, who knows if he got it through one of his gatherings or who knows how he got it. But the point is that he has now been infected with COVID-19, and so far, according to reports, it seems that at at first he wasn't feeling too great, but now he's doing well. Um, the one good thing that, you know, Dallas doesn't need to worry about is their QB that Prescott tested negative, so he's good. But there are a lot of players in the Cowboys roster, along with uh, the Houston Texans roster, that have been infected with COVID-19. And this could actually uh, deal a pretty critical blow in the NFL because they're trying to go ahead and start, you know, um, training camps in mid to late July. So this might this this new type of infection, this this new type of spread might have them postpone that and push it back and rethink their strategy. Obviously the NBA is being reopened under a bubble type of environment. So the NFL might want to go ahead and look in on that and see exactly and take some of uh, some of what they're doing and implement it into their programs as well. So we'll see what happens with that. In other sports news, Jorge Masvidal decided to uh, pretty much take an offer due to a take it or leave it type of situation that he had with the UFC. So it turns out that, you know, uh, they, they, Jorge Masvidal went on uh, Twitter and, uh, you know, I mean, he was pretty much commenting on some some comments that Dana White had about the situation. So he went on Twitter and said, I feel bad for Dana. He is just a promoter, but he isn't doing the deals with us. I already explained why I signed a new deal. It's either take it or leave it and not get paid. I would have signed another deal if it was done in good faith. He called me night before he wants to announce and tell me take it or leave it. That's not negotiating, that's strong arming. And for the hashtag white knights that have commentated commentating jobs with the UFC that say, quote, just fight, you guys should be embarrassed to call yourselves current or former fighters. Not one of you been doing it as long as me and like me. There's a reason you are, quote, commentating. And that actually, I believe, and many other people believe that's a shot towards Chael Sonnen because Chael Sonnen had some choice words regarding, you know, Jorge Masvidal and the negotiation that was going on right there and basically saying just fight. So that was that definitely had something to do with with something Chael Sonnen had to say about that. So, I mean, I guess at this point it is what it is. And Jorge Masvidal, you know, 
Who knows what's going to happen in the future with this young fighter and with the UFC. We'll see what happens. In other sports news, the WNBA announces plans to conduct season with Bubble League in Florida. Looks like the WNBA is also taking uh, the COVID-19 crisis as serious as all these other leagues are taking it. And uh, they're also going to be basically doing the same thing that the NBA is doing uh, as far as doing like a bubble type of a season. They went on to Twitter and they uh, posted a statement saying, after significant discussions with the league's key stakeholders, including the Women's National Basketball Players Association, WNBPA, the WNBA today announced elements of plans to return to the court to begin the WNBA 2020 season. The league is finalizing a partnership that would make IMG Academy in Bradentown, Florida, the official home of the 2020 WNBA season, highlighted by a competitive schedule of 22 regular season games followed by a traditional playoff format. So, I mean, they're they're going to be doing their own bubble league in a different part of Florida, but it seems like they're all they're all going to Florida to uh, to try to go ahead and create some sort of bubble league. The NBA is going to be in Orlando and in Walt Disney World, and they're going to Bradentown. So, yeah, it should be a very interesting year for both leagues. We'll see what happens. But again, now that these new cases have been starting to emerge in the NFL. I don't know, maybe they might actually have to, you know, go even harder on some of the, you know, some of the precautions because it seems like this this virus is starting to spread, but who knows? Who knows what their plan is? We'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Coming up next in Video Game News, a brand new official trailer for the Star Wars Squadrons game comes out. We'll talk a little bit about that. But first, here is Uncle Swerve Africa's Gone, right here on the Xander Effect. 6 a.m. and now she said I'm gone. I know that I love her and I never do it wrong. You know you're wrong, gone. You know you're wrong, you're done. Waking up at 6 a.m. and now you say I'm gone. This is Maricela Cornejo, and you're listening to The Xander Effect.
never told me how to treat a lady Probably would've stayed if my mama would've let him So let me run it by you Never really learned to love the woman I knew Never really meant it, I just said that I do Like a wedding, heading for doom Yeah, like a bride, waiting for a groom Minimize love like a couple on a first date Waiting for a room Minimize love like something you could buy with balloons Celebrate all I hate, huh? Jingle bells all the way, huh? Chris Kringle on the sleigh, huh? Give her gifts to convey what you really want to say, huh? Shake her hips to persuade, huh? You got hurt, but it never went away. Letting go, what a difference it can make, huh? But if it's just on what it takes, huh? How many times do I have to pay for my mistakes? Give them grace. Sorry, I don't know how to love, baby. Daddy never told me how to treat a lady. Xander Effect. In video game news, there's a brand new Star Wars Squadron game that uh, came out. It's, uh, the trailer was just uh, released, and they set a date for when it was. it's uh, going to come out. The, uh, according to the trailer, it seems like the original date that it was supposed to come out was supposed to be in, in February of this year, but obviously they must have pushed it back for, you know, because of everything that's been going on, or for any other reason, I would imagine. And uh, the new release date, by the looks of it, is going to be October 2nd, actually. And uh, it's going to be uh, available on all platforms, on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. 
Uh, so that's going to be really cool. It's going for $39.99. So that's not a bad price for a fighter, you know, for a aerial combat type of game. Now, there's going to be a story mode uh, for this for this uh, for this game, so that's going to be interesting. And that's that. I, I to be honest, I love the stories on all the Star Wars games. They're really really cool to watch. I honestly wish they would have continued the story in uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 because that storyline was actually really really interesting. But unfortunately, they didn't continue the storyline. Or I don't know if maybe they will. But yeah, I mean, I really wish they would continue because it's a really fascinating storyline. And uh, but it looks like this game also has a storyline behind it as well. Basically, uh, this story the story is set after the Battle of Endor and the destruction of the second Death Star. And you have to go between both sides. You're you're both on the Republic of the of the New Republic side and you're also uh, uh, with the Galactic Empire. So you go back and forth between both characters. You alternate between two both characters, which is actually pretty interesting because you get to see both sides of the conflict and both sides of the story. So that's really interesting for them to have had that another really cool feature that they have is the multiplayer five on five battles that has two modes one of them is called fleet battles where basically you get a team of your squadrons together uh, and you try to destroy each opposing team's flagships the other the uh, that's one of the modes the other mode is called dog fights which basically that speaks for itself where you're in a dog fight you know with uh, with one another so look Looking forward to all that. I mean, it's at a really good price. It's at $39.99, which also kind of, I don't know, that, that kind of has me a little bit on the fence because whenever a game is priced at that low, uh, at that low of, a, of a price tag, I usually tend to wonder if what the quality of the game is going to be like because, you know, by I, I usually go by the old saying, you get what you pay for. And in this particular case, you want to be very careful at what you pay for. So I don't know. It, it might be interesting. Still a good price tag. It, the trailer looks awesome. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens. That's the news. In case you haven't heard it, thank you so much for listening to the Xander Effect. And remember to catch me every Friday on the official NBC's World of Dance podcast, where I talk to a lot of the dancers that were on Tuesday's NBC's World of Dance. Talk to them a little bit about, uh, you know, what happened behind the scenes and so much more so don't forget to catch that every Friday on all major streaming networks Spotify, Apple, iTunes catch it the next day on iHeartRadio.com uh, remember to catch all that remember there's still a pandemic out there so be careful remember to practice social distancing wear your masks we're still in this together we're still one world we're still one world we're still all in this world together so love one another and just watch each other's backs and remember music always always Heals all. We'll see you next time. Y'all. <laughs> I be tell I told. Yeah, you did. They ain't believe it though. <laughs> One life. Do burn. Same game, be telling. What up? Kick it like this kickball, power couple. She dripping in that Dolce Gabbana. They wanna touch her. Everybody know that's do girl. What you gonna do by me and her take on the world? Now that's the truth. Hey everyone, the Xander Effect is powered by 5050 Global Music Inc., Sony Music The Orchard, and BMG Bertelsmann Group. In association with Art 19 Media.